0: Ellison, host of The Art of Leadership, a podcast focused on essential skills in leadership. These skills have a powerful influence over outcomes. These are the skills that make a difference at the end of the day when you look back and say, not only was there success in the work that I led, there was significance in the relationships that I built. The topic for today looks at leading with discernment. Discernment? (laughs) Is this a word you've ever heard of or use in your vocabulary? How would you define discernment? It's interesting that over the past couple of years, this idea of discernment is being tossed around as an important competency for leaders. Yet many of the leaders that I talk with are unsure what discernment really is. So don't feel bad if you couldn't come up with your definition of this concept. But by the end of today's podcast, you'll understand not only what discernment is, but how to add discernment to your daily leadership skills. First, let me give you a working definition of a discerning leader. This is a leader who understands situations and relationships deeply, enabling them to make clear decisions, even in complex and unclear circumstances. Discernment brings clarity and wisdom to the table. Right up front, I want to share with you that acquiring discernment is very different from acquiring knowledge. Global thought partner Seth Godin, in a part of his blog on turning data into useful information shares, it takes discernment to do this. Most problems don't require more data. They require more insight, more innovation, and better eyes. So let's look at three ways that will help you to add discernment to your daily life. The three ways I've chosen are optimizing time, resources, and instinct. If you're interested in how to add discernment to your daily activities, the first step to consider is that there is a time component involved, pausing, reflecting, and then acting. So with pausing, it's this idea of taking moments and creating opportunities to pause, to breathe deeply, and to truly absorb what is happening around you. Whether it's pausing to listen to others, pausing to give your attention to someone who needs it, or simply being present in the moment, pausing allows you to cultivate discernment. And then not just pausing, but reflecting, setting aside time needed for reflection, for for self-discovery, for growth. This is not a task that can be completed and then checked off like uh, check, I've reflected on this situation, so now I must be more discerning. No, mastering the art of reflection comes from an ongoing and dynamic process. It's deliberate with the goal of gaining deeper understanding and insights. It's it's an active engagement in the process of diving deeply into your thoughts that shift your paradigms of leadership. Becoming a discerning leader is a transformative process that comes from within you. I guess what I'm saying is that you can become a discerning leader. You just can't make someone else one. (laughs) I'm reminded of a young leader some time ago who was asked to teach about becoming a transformational leader. As she presented her topic, she read her notes and she followed her bullet points. The presentation was accurate, clear, and concise. The leader was transparent in sharing that they did not have much experience with transformational leadership in their own life, but... They had studied and prepared diligently for this presentation. The closing thought was delivered with a beautiful balance of logic and an appeal to our emotions saying, okay, now you have the required skills in transformational leadership. Go out and transform someone else. And the audience clapped. Even with the optimism in her closing statement, it was evident to me that transformational leadership was being viewed as a destination rather than a process. There was no discernment. that transformation begins within each one of us, starting with me. (laughs) And this, too, is the story of discernment. The challenge comes in optimizing the time needed to join in a process, like many other leaders have before us, to discover the secret that becoming a discerning leader is not a tactical maneuver, but rather an internal paradigm shift in how you uncover value. We've been talking about pausing and reflecting. The third element is acting. So what do you think about these steps over time of gaining discernment? Pausing, reflecting, and acting. Is this your norm or are you like so many of us who who act and then pause and then act and then reflect and then keep on acting? In other words, what I'm saying is the order of this matters if you want to be discerning. Pausing, reflecting, acting. After optimizing time, the second thing I want to talk about is optimizing resources to become a more discerning leader. Leaders who lead with discernment ask questions to understand the resources that are available. Resources such as the skills that are on the team or the sources of information that bring the most value. And, and I could go on and on, and you'll see that I'm talking about the resources involved with people. Optimizing resources to grow in discernment is never confined to a single source. A single person. So we seek diverse resources that challenge existing beliefs and expand understanding. And you will find discerning leaders engaging in conversations with people from different backgrounds and disciplines. Venture beyond your comfort zone and open up yourself to fresh perspectives and alternative viewpoints for the profound possibility that you will have a shift in your own life. For example, while I was in Papua New Guinea this last year as a leadership coach with Maxwell Leadership, I saw Resources being optimized with and between the discerning leaders of the Papua New Guinea tribal foundations. I noted things like open mindedness, disciplined inquiry, alignment in core values, seeking after wisdom, and the recognition of intuition as a resource. All of those resources were there for each of us to learn from. So we thought about the idea of optimizing time and resources. And now let's look at this idea of optimizing your own instinct. The power of intuition, in other words, our gut instincts, are often brushed aside in a world that likes logic and rationality. But on the path of discernment, your gut instincts are a valuable compass. That little voice inside your head has got some serious wisdom and insights to offer, especially when things get all tangled up and confusing. Trusting your intuition means giving credit to all the experiences, the knowledge, and the emotions that you have stored up inside. When you sync that internal compass with your external observations, you find that you are better equipped to navigate all the twists and turns that face you as a leader every day. Learning how to be a discerning leader comes best when you learn from the inside out. It's not something that can be scripted and followed, like the presentation I mentioned earlier. This is a living, breathing experience. And you may be wondering, what does this pursuit of discernment get me? Why would I want to become a discerning leader? So I've got three benefits to share with you. The first possible benefit of becoming a discerning leader is the power of discovery. Discernment has the potential to open your eyes to the insights that you seek into questions where there are not easy answers where gaps exist. Marcus Buckingham and his book, Love and Work, has taught me that we need to unlearn the idea that we learn best from the outside in. As I listened to Marcus teach prior to the publication of Love Plus Work, I learned that acknowledging learning from the outside is not wrong, but it doesn't deliver insights into the questions when that gap persists. Learning from the outside is scripted, And throughout this podcast, I've been sharing that a discerning leader doesn't follow a script prepared from others. A discerning leader is diving within to learn. This is a challenging idea. We need to learn that we learn best from the inside out. Learning from the inside out can't be scripted, and our learning has the maximum potential for discovery. And this is the power of discovery that I'm talking about. A second possible benefit of becoming a discerning leader is patience. Patience is a key ingredient in the journey of discernment. When faced with uncertainty or fear, taking your time to process and respond thoughtfully rather than react impulsively, embracing self-restraint in your interactions, allowing others to express themselves fully and deeply, and cultivating a sense of calm and presence so that you create an environment where your discernment flourishes. As I shared those things, did it it trigger something in you? Yes, this is the leader I want to be. That's why I'm talking about discernment and seeking discernment. And third, the the benefit of becoming a discerning leader is depth. Discernment is a vital leadership quality because it creates depth in a leader. This is the depth that you see that goes beyond the surface knowledge or shallow relationships. You know discernment is developing within you when you begin to see trouble before it arises and you prepare for it. Or you start to see even more clearly the difference between talent and character. Or perhaps you discern times when actions, no matter how right the actions are, come from poorly aligned values and motives. Even as a kid, I remember my mom teaching me, Nina, you can be wrong by being so very right. The bottom line for this podcast and the reason why discernment has come to the top of topics for me to discuss is that discernment will empower you to make better decisions, to optimize your use of time and resources, and to harness the instincts that are unique within you that will lead you to a power of discovery of patience and depth. So thanks for listening to my podcast on Leading with Discernment. You can find me at ninaellison.com. And if you'd like to connect, my email is nina at ninaellison.com. This month, I have a free gift designed for leaders who are seeking to move from doubt to confidence in their leadership journey as they seek to uncover their voice in their leadership path. There's a link to this free day challenge. It's included in the resources for this podcast, and I'm offering it to you as a part of your own growth.